Yo, happy Thanksgiving 2020. This is Hal and Philly, and you're listening to my podcast, Tales of the Road Warriors, where I talk to musicians, some comics, and even an occasional truck driver, folks who spend or have spent a lot of time schlepping themselves and their stuff around from town to town and gig to gig with a story or two to share. I try to get them to share things they haven't published in their autobiography or told to very many people. Before I continue, let me just ask you to subscribe. You'll find Tales of the Road Warriors on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast apps. And leave a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Comments are also encouraged, so if you see a comment area, please let me know you stopped by. Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. All the rumors are true. Today, my guest is Michael Winslow, the man of 10,000 sound effects. I had the pleasure of working with Michael while he was still polishing his act in restaurants and smaller clubs. He was the host at Poppy Star in Encino, California, where, upon entering, you would often see him escorting a party to their table while impersonating a race car or making whizzing and spinning gear sounds like a robot. Or perhaps during dinner you'd see him on stage performing his famous Jimi Hendrix impersonation on a miniature Fender Strat wearing a Hendrix wig and headband. He and I worked out a couple songs between us that we enjoyed performing, which you'll hear more about during this conversation. And with that, let's just get right into it, shall we? Hello, Michael Winslow here from Police Academy 130 and Spice and Noisy Man. And now it is time for... Tales of the Road Warrior with my friend Hal. Yeah, yeah, baby. I'm very in here. You may now, you may now, you may now resume your program. Thank you. How you doing, man? Pretty good. It's been a few minutes since I've seen you last. Yes, it has. But I have been following you on Twitter, where you are at Noisy Man with a Z. Yes, that's Noisy underscore Man. Noisy underscore Man. Yeah, don't forget that underscore. Yeah. So that, that that's Twitter. On Instagram, it's, it's Michael Winslow on the Facebook. Is, who knows? But I, ju- I, just, I just started using, for the first time, I just started using this TikTok thing. And it is weird. They, they they like weird they like weird stuff so I gotta remember I gotta remember just to put the oddest stuff possible without being offensive. You were made for TikTok, Michael. Well, I'm 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 just I'm just now I'm just I only had it for what three weeks, and some of the sci-fi stuff I put up, people are going nuts. I'm going, oh jeez, <laughs> okay. It's a rabbit hole though. Right. Did, you, did you ever like just look through it yourself or like just go through the videos? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> it's some crazy stuff going on, man. Oh, that's all right. I don't. I don't mind. It'll be crazy. It's okay. So, how, how have you been doing? I've been doing okay. Um, I mean, I, I've I've written a lot of songs, but not enough to really make a dent in society. But as a cover tune artist, I get a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, COVID has like canceled like all my hotel gigs and uh, a lot yeah. of steady stuff. So I've been out driving a lot and then just doing this podcast. But I'm having fun, thanks to you. Uh, you know, a lot of people think of you as this guy who makes all the sound effects and 
and just, you know, just crazy zany Michael Winslow. But I remember a time when you and I sat and talked in your kitchen and, uh, you know, you were giving me like some really great real world advice. You, um, mm-hmm. you, you recommended a book to me called uh, Kick, no, A Whack to the Side of the Head. I don't know if, know if you remember this talk we had. But uh, I, I I do I, I I remember big big portions of it. Um, yes, I, I I do remember big portions. We we were talking about stuff, and I'm I'm just remember which kitchen it was. Um, well, it was, it was during the period we were working above the Bagel Nosh in Encino at the property right, store. They my, had moved my, the my location one, one from. My 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 studio apartment. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I had given you a ride home, and uh, you invited that. me in, and we sat and talked for a while, and uh, you told me about this book, and my big takeaway was, and always is, I, I still tell people this, there's more than one right answer. Oh, yes. Because in school, we're learned, you know, we're given like multiple choice questionnaires, and you have to pick one, and then you're graded on whether you were right or wrong, but in real life... Mm-hmm. There's more than one right answer. Multiple. It's, uh, yeah, it's not exactly. true or false or A, B, C, or D. There could be E, F, and G, and sometimes Z. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Gosh, yes. And, and, and like I said, uh, do, do you remember what the book was? Yeah, The Whack to the Side of the Head. Yes, Robert Bonnet, How to Unlock Your Minds for, for Innovation. Yeah. And he put out a sequel after that. Yeah, Kick to the Seat of the Pants. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He passed away, but he's but his 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 kick his, his wax subsides people's head. You know, people can still feel that effect. Well, his message lives on. So, well, let's get to it because I have to ask you questions like everybody wants to know, um, including me. Sure. <laughs> so, I you grew up on an air force base. Did you just move, live on the one, or did you, did you move around a lot, like like an army brat? Multiple air force bases. We lived in. We, we lived in. Montana and Washington, Ohio, and for a while before I was born, my parents were in Japan. They were in Okinawa. Yeah, so this was a travel family. Right. So, so you became very worldly at a young age. Yeah, it got it got very interesting. Let's let's just let's just say it. things got very interesting to travel because in every, every about every two and a half, two two and a half years, you have to move. And that really caused me a problem in terms of long, you know, lifelong friends. Those are those are very very difficult, right? And and you know you you dealing you're dealing with the nineteen sixties and uh, it was weird. Air Force bases were weird. There was some weird stuff that you know yeah. I, I I don't even it, it's, it's it's a head scratcher. But but I learned by learned just just by listening. You know, I learned so much stuff just by listening, even if it was minus thirty two in Montana. So you, you end up learn you end up learning stuff and. You go places, and, and, and there's so many, so many different. America's so big. There's so many different, uh, you know, influences in Ohio versus versus Montana versus Washington, you know, versus Ohio, versus Colorado, you know, because we lived everywhere. So you, you get such a unique perspective on it. There's a lot going on here. People don't even get it. So, so then, um, because you didn't have a, an opportunity to make. Fast, long-lasting friendships. You compensated by tuning into the sounds around you. Yeah, and and yeah. I guess that's exactly. sort of like what kicked it off. But then now that explains uh, a lot of sounds. But since you're the man of ten thousand sounds, there's like a lot 
it didn't pick up around you probably picked up uh elsewhere but you had a lot of oh, opportunities yeah. traveling to montana and japan and vermont you know they were everywhere they were everywhere and as a result you know you, you picked up accents you picked up voices and people and and you know being out in the in the sticks around certain places you end up being exposed to different you know different cultures and whatnot because i end up getting exposed to in, in 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 ohio it was lucy's toy shop in denver it was blinky the clown <laughs> and also in Denver, <laughs> see what I mean. And yeah. also in Denver, it, it, I, I got my first exposure to Monty Python's Flying Circus. Right, and I and I realized how sick those people were. <laughs> in oh, a good wow. way, right? In a very good way. I said, "Oh my gosh, this this is refreshing." Oh, I think I, I think I'll be watching PBS from now on. And it just exposed itself to me. It, it just exposed the the whole culture with the French detective Hercule Poirot. And and Masterpiece Theater and, and then Star Trek came out. And then the monkeys came out too at the same time. Oh wow. So you had a lot of uh a lot of input, comic input. Yeah. And and, and sci fi input. Star That's Trek where you get and, the lasers. Yeah. Did did your parents ever yeah. try to discourage you? I mean like you're making all these sounds oh, around yeah. the house and you're like a little kid, they go oh, like, gosh, Hey, yeah. hey, cut it out, I'm trying to watch Star Trek. And and you're like oh, making well, my brother hated that. My brother hated that because he wanted to watch Star Trek and I wanted to watch the monkeys and they came out at the same time. So we were always constantly fighting over the monkeys versus Star Trek versus Adam 12 versus, you know, wonderful world of Disney you know, versus, you, you, you know, it, it, there's a lot going on. And, and then you have the jet, the whole jazz thing. Cause my, 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 my mom and dad um, were in Miles Davis's high school band. So there was a lot of jazz influence, you know, so there's a lot of going on, a lot going on. James Brown and my mom going, I can't stand James Brown. Does he have to scream every song? <laughs> I'm going, wow. <laughs> I said, wow. How about Sergio Mendes, Brazil 66? I said, oh, jeez. There's a lot going on. Well, then while you're running around the house, like in, in, impersonating, you know, um, machinery and laser guns, at, at what point did your mom or dad say, now there's a career. Looks like you won't be needing to go to college, son. That happened Right about the first police academy. <laughs> then they saw the light, yeah, right? It, it was a, It took a while, and 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 when we look around today, it still takes a while. Because it, it doesn't matter how famous you are, everybody thinks, "Eh, what can you do?" So it, it's always it's always a constant a constant proof of, of things. I remember um, this movie I was working on called By Himself with Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ben Vereen and Imogene Coca. It's called Buy and Sell. I remember that the producer, Frankie Blonde, was telling me that he, he actually made Marlon Brando read for The Godfather. Whoa. He made him, he made him screen test just because he could. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, give, give some people a little bit of authority. and they. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he used it because he had to keep Marlon in place, I guess. Whatever. It, it was just one of those stories you go, Really? So you got that on tape? Yeah, I got the two-inch tapes. <laughs> I got the two-inch, the two-inch reels of Marlon Brando screen test. I said, "Wow!" Well, now I got it. Now you're jumping ahead a little bit in your career because I met you. I was a I was a singing waiter at this restaurant, and you were like the maitre d there. You would bring people to their tables and poppy star. Yeah, well, you, you, there were two. There was the Great American Food and Beverage. I want to tell everybody there was the Great American in Santa Monica, and then Poppy's showed up after that. Right. Well, now the, the GA didn't have any sound system, so when you you were only at the GA, 
GA for a short time, I think. But that's where I think yeah. I first saw you. And it was hard to hear because you didn't have the, you know, the benefit of a microphone. Right. But it was the very first time I saw you do the Jimi Hendrix. And you went, excuse me while I kiss this guy. And that I've heard a million people say it, but I'm going to say this right here and now. You're the first person to do it that I know of. I was the first person because everybody, everybody, because comedians started stealing stuff from me, you know. They, they were black. I, I got blackballed at the comedy store, but I didn't care, you know, because I was making noise. They hated that at the comedy store. They hated the stuff over over the improv. They hated me making noises. So, excuse me while I kiss this fly. Was just over those kisses. Yeah, that, that's, and then I actually tried to kiss a guy. Yeah, and people were going, wow, okay, we, we like this. But the, but, the, but the clubs didn't like it. And yeah. then... Uh, it, it, it just it was just it was just one of those fun things. Uh, the other the other thing was that uh, comedians comedians borrow each other's lines. Um, uh, for a while there was there was, there was a line that went, <coughs> oh, "I'll shoot," you know. <laughs> all the comedians all the comedians took it. Hey, we want that. And I remember you know I mean people being mad. that was always the danger of doing open mics, uh, like comedy open mics. Is the other comics would be sitting there with little yellow pads like. Taking notes of every oh, line gosh, that comes yeah. out of the other guy. That's why I would. That's why I would do noises because it was hard for them to steal, and that pissed them off. Yeah, which is really cool because when you know people see a movie and they're quoting the, their famous lines like "You talking to me" or you know or whatever it is. But any movie you're in, you're hard to quote. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and nobody wanted to follow Robin either. Nobody, nobody, nobody would follow Robin Williams. Nobody, not even me. Uh, but it but 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 it, it went both ways. Robin didn't want to follow me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <lots> so, of <laughs> it worked out. It, it worked. It worked out fine. Yeah, well, because Robin the two was, of you were very Robin spontaneous was, and made a lot of great oh, sound he was effects. Brutal man. Robin Williams was 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 brutally accurate. He was he was brutally good, man. I remember. I remember when I would go. I would try to get into the improv class because we had the same improv teacher, Harvey Lindbeck. So I would go and I watch. Robin's class. I would like audit Robin's class, and I and I thought to myself the first twenty seconds. I said, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to be taking a class with not not this one, no." Because I I saw Robin arguing with 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 with, with the improv teacher in four different languages. <laughs> <laughs> well, that rem- I wanted to ask you, um, how many languages do you speak? I am fluent in over fifty million forms of communication against Um. I, I I I used to speak German pretty well enough enough to stay out of trouble. I used to, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm relearning all my languages. So I, I I'm gone back to German now. I'm going to learn Japanese again. And I'm going to have to learn Chinese too because things are changing. And I'll I'll pick Italian up as I go. You know, I I do smatterings of languages. Yeah. Uh, because I have to be able to uh, to do the accents, so I, yeah. I have some basic structure uh, enough to get into trouble. Enough to either get into trouble or stay out of trouble. Right. Well, as long as it's enough to find a bathroom when you need one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you're in yes. good shape. Ah, donde el baño está? Yes. El <laughs> baño, el baño. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? That, and, and talk about talk about a weird time. You know, I can't even I can't even do Cheech and Chong impressions anymore without people getting mad. Weird. You you can't do Cheech and Chong impressions? Oh, because people like, get mad it's now. Not PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of over. Uh, yeah, that's, that's overkill. Censorship. If you want to talk about censorship, there it is. But now everything is—I'm I'm afraid everything's become resegregated again. So 
that means I'm going to have to I'm going to have to come up with a creative way of getting around it, and I think technology is the answer. So as long as I'm doing the voices as a voice translator, as long as I'm doing it as a as a machine in, in a comedy setting, I can do that. But now I have to quantify it. One of my favorite memories with you, you and I went to, God, what year was it? Not uh, eight had to be. Oh. 82, maybe 81 or 82 was like a real time. And we went to Sky Trails, which is the, um, it was a restaurant in the Van Nuys Airport, which is now probably the Airtel Plaza. So Sky Trails had an open mic night, and you and I went to the open mic night, and you actually asked me if I would like you to accompany me. For yeah. the open mic, and I did uh, I did my Sharona on acoustic guitar, and you did the whole drum thing. Now, That's right. Now, most people, when they're doing like a drum or a beat, they could last maybe a minute tops. You you like did the entire song without running well, out I'm of breath. I'm now. still amazed <laughs> yeah. at that. I wanted to make sure that I could keep up with, with the musicians because you know the, the only respect you get was, was was from the other musicians. So I had no choice and. Since beatbox hadn't been invented yet, and the other thing I remember though is that everybody started dancing because you you were so accurate, and uh, we were only supposed to do one song because it was a very busy open mic. But the host, I don't remember who it was, but he asked us if we'd like to do another. So we actually got to do two songs, and then we launched into "Just What I Needed" by the Cars, where you do that whole synthesizer solo. Right, and we also did that over at Jerry's Deli and drove them nuts. (laughs) <laughs> I remember that. We we had we, we had done that song more than once. So we'd done that song a few times. Yeah, yeah, you know? we we had rehearsed that one. We had we had we had some practice on the car song. We did that a lot. We did, and it was important. It was important to, you know, to have it right because I know I know how how touchy musicians are, especially when it comes to um, being on key. So proper pitch. I didn't even expect right. you to be on key. Like I was just like so pleasantly surprised how. On how good you were in in that environment because I've I up till then I, I had only seen you alone just you up on stage doing your act so I never thought for it never dawned on me you could actually jam on an entire song and now of course now you're famous for the whole lot of love video with um Odd Nord Nordstoga well, it's on YouTube I'll put a yeah, link to that it. was that was fun I'd love to get back out there again and. And as you, as you know, I, I don't speak Norwegian very well at all. But but we do speak music. We do speak rock. So, and if and if and if you and if you have a Zeppelin, if you can speak Zeppelin, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. Now, and the show was called Senkfeld. It sounds like Seinfeld. Senkfeld with Thomas Ugg Harald. Yes. Yes. And they're and they're and they're good and they're great people too. And I got I got to tell you that that was the whole that, that whole week that I was in in Oslo. You know, and I noticed a lot of stuff. You know, they love culture so the week before or, or, the, or the several days before i was going to be there snoop showed up snoop snoop played the centrum center mm-hmm. or the spectrum center and sold that place out i mean like out 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 did you ever beatbox for snoop oh we, we met and, I, and i'm looking forward to just actually trying to do that i really would like to you know look look at that doing that as, as a future project but he was there and, and I, I see how people pay attention to american culture and, and, and hip-hop and music and rock because Rihanna was there the week the next week after and sold the place out again. Wow. It's like 30,000, 40,000, you know, people. Because I played the, um, I played the, the Centrum Center. 
you know, which which is a different a different a different venue, you know, uh, down the street from 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 the one in in Oslo, and it's 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 spectacular, and, uh, you know. How many people does that seat? Well, Snoop at the Spectrum, forty thousand. No, 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 the Spectrum, I, I know, but oh, I'm oh, talking the about the Center, Oslo, the, the Oslo Center, place. five thousand plus. Five thousand plus. I, we do. A, I do a lot of stuff overseas. I, I like. I just finished doing them um, before all this craziness happened. I, I was in um, Finland for like three months because police academy aired every week or every holiday. So they were very, 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 very familiar with, with police academy and Mel Brooks and all the stuff and American TV. You, you turn on the TV in Finland, and you'll get police academy. Yes, but you'll also get Gas Monkey Garage. You'll get you know ca- counting cars. You'll get stuff, but it's but it's subtitled, so that they want the voices, they want to hear the sounds. So you get a lot, you know. And and being 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 able to play every city in Finland was was it was one of those uh, dividends at Police Academy. Do you and, have and a, any particular the, like uh, road story that that like sticks out, like one you haven't really shared with very many people, or maybe maybe like in your future road book story? Or something? Yeah, well, my oh, my podcast got, is called got, Tales of the Road Warrior, so I like to get a road story. Oh, Tales of the Road Warrior. Okay, well, well, there was a time that we were in Moscow making Police Academy 7, and that was the time when they suddenly decided to blow up their own parliament building. Remember that? And Boris Yeltsin, the whole thing, and they decided, hey, I got an idea. Let's, let's, let's start a bunch of stuff, and let's shoot up the, 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 uh, the, the Russian White House, and let's you know, it was weird because we were stuck in the middle of that. We were trying to make a movie. We were stuck in the middle of. <laughs> were you filming like Marshall just Law. outside of the parliament? We, how close were you to? Well, that? We, yeah, we, we we filmed in Red Square. Uh, you know, the, the final scene in Red Square, and when the whole thing started started to, to kick off, we, we we were you know martial law. We had to stay in our hotels. We had to do all kinds of stuff. So there were times when we were allowed to get out, but martial law. You know, you, you know, the curfew starts at nine. So me and the producer and, and us, we, we were just leaving the Pizza Hut, which set, which seats 3,000, by the way. We were just getting out of there, and we had to go through Red Square. So, of course, you know, it, it's three minutes to nine, and we're just about to get through it, and a guy pulls us over with the, with, the, with, the, with the machine gun, asking, where, okay, hello, hello, comrade, where are you from? Why are you out so close to curfew? So Paul goes, Michael, do the, do the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so I did it. He saluted us. <laughs> what did you do? The helicopter? Or? I don't even remember. I remember loading his. I remember doing the sound of him loading his thing, and, and he was looking at me, going, "Oh, because they love police academy in, in, in Russia." So they knew who you so were lucky. once you started launching yes, into the lucky sound. When I did the noises, he goes, "Okay, okay, you are a noise guy. Go so ahead." Up until that point, your life was in danger, and then he yeah. heard that and went, "Oh, Michael Winslow." <laughs> Well, then, then there was a time that we accidentally had on the wrong um, lavalier uh, broadcast microphones for a scene in in, in 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 Gorky Park. We were shooting a scene in Gorky Park, and they put these wireless microphones on me because you know we were going to do this thing with, 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 with stunt bikes. You know, there was a whole scene in, in Red Square with stunt bikes. Right. Well, they got these microphones from the U.S. because they wanted to save money. You know how it is. Sure. Gee, Budget. we're going to take these microphones. We're going to get these microphones from the U.S. and we'll just retune the frequency to wherever it's supposed to go. Gee, you need to remember to do that, guys. Somebody forgot to retune the frequencies. Oh, what on, could on, possibly on these, go wrong there? These, these Sennheiser, what could possibly go wrong with these Sennheiser 
America, you know, made in Europe, <laughs> tuned in America to American frequencies. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I was just <laughs> practicing at the time. I was doing the sound of a of a dog riding a, a motorcycle, cursing in Russian while beating up a cat. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, you know how how it is in, in Moscow. They teach you the dirty words first. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm doing this noise. And these things are only supposed to go, what, 200 feet, 300 feet? Well, I didn't realize that Gorky Park has got cell phone repeaters and all kinds of stuff. So whatever frequency we were on, we pissed somebody off. We were on the military's... We were on the military's frequency. We were on their domestic Whatever way we were on their frequency, you were nationwide in Russia. <laughs> oh, it, it went six kilometers. Damn. So, <laughs> so I'm doing this stuff on the radio, and I'm doing these noise and the weird stuff possible. Even birds talking, you know, you know, you know. I, I, I had, I had beatbox. I, had, I had the weird stuff possible, including the dog biting a cat while while the cat's cursing in Russian. So, these three guys with raincoats and, and the fedora has from the old fedora. Remember that fedoras you used to love to wear? Sure. I don't know. How can yeah, I forget? Well, three, I used to always have one on. I still wear fedoras. Yeah, well, you had one on, buddy. Well, the, these three guys, show, well, these were more beat up, not, not as good quality as yours. So these three guys show up with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a triangular antenna thing. Oh. And they walk up to me and put, them, put the triangular antenna thing at my chest and start yelling at me in Russian. I knew the dirty words first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the producer director, I go, what's the problem? We yeah, what's the problem? Why are we here to you in the Ministry of Defense? So it's sort of like oh. the FCC coming to find you and or throwing oh, you in God, jail or something it. or what? It only took them only took them half an hour. Wow. Only took them only took them thirty minutes from when I started doing all this weird stuff. So they were really angry because they picked us up six kilometers away doing these weird noises on the frequency. They couldn't figure out what the hell's going on. They found out it was a police academy and they said, Oh, okay. Here's what you will here's what, you you can stay and make movies. That's exactly what they what they we did. We were going to execute you, but now because you were Michael Winslow, just a small fine from your producer be enough. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. You 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 sign you sign VHS copy. A video tip, which is bootleg from the little cart down the street because everything is bootleg there. <laughs> so I signed a couple, signed some stuff. And yeah, the company got, got fined pretty good for that, but they thought it was funny. The Russians thought it was funny, which that was the same summer that Michael Jackson showed up and played uh, 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 their stadium in Moscow. He told them all to beat it. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was weird. It was weird. It was, it was the same year that Michael Jackson showed up. It was the same year that all that stuff showed up. I'm going, what? But wow. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had that experience if I if I hadn't traveled. So now I got to tell you that recently, Michael, I've seen you just popped up in the weirdest places. I've been binge watching the Goldbergs. I don't know if you ever watched the Goldbergs. Yes. But in the episode called Graduation Day, there it starts out with like they're watching Police Academy, and um, I just got to read you like just a little bit of, of like what went down. They're watching Police Academy, and then you're on the screen, and Dana, who plays Adam's girlfriend, says, I don't get it. 
This is part five. Shouldn't they have graduated the academy after the first one? <laughs> and Adam says, <laughs> Adam says, I think the problem is you're focusing on logic, not the lovable cast of characters. And then she says, okay, in what world would an officer of the law stop a jewel thief by making weird mouth noises? And then Adam says, that's Michael Winslow. He's a national treasure. And Dana says, they're LAPD. They wouldn't have any jurisdiction in Miami. <laughs> that's outstanding and, and, and i love it i, I, I that that's good writing you see that's you know i hate to say that nobody knows how to write anymore but at least on the goldbergs at least at least people are, at least there's still interaction dialogue there's just there's still you know humor that's on multiple levels you know it's, it's still yeah, well, going, especially man. where he says that's michael winslow he's a national treasure i mean that was the greatest line i just busted up <laughs> it's weird every so often you know people reference me and my thing is you know go ahead and reference go ahead and do references but just just give me give me a part of the show <laughs> bring me on the show darn it did you get any like make, residual make from appearing like just in that clip yeah. or did they lift it like oh yeah yeah they, they had to they had to get permission to, to, to run that footage and they had to get permission to license that footage you know so there's a small residual that shows up well, well that's then respect for me for them doing that they didn't just like lift it like oh I, absolutely like i said I'm, I'm 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 grateful for that so my only thing is if anybody wants to do those shows hey folks give me a job <laughs> let me let me come on in because you know I, I get reference from Ellen DeGeneres to Family Guy to Robot Chicken. I ended up on Robot Chicken. We did Police Academy X Men. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I, I it's on my list because I love Robot it's Chicken fun. too. It's fun, but, but like I said, there, there's new opportunities and now that everything is is done into a more what, what, what you what you call digital digital um, you know custom design format. Right. Now it's Twitch. Now it's the Instagrams and YouTube used to make money, but now you got to be smarter. You, there's, 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 All right. there's well, well, now the big thing is Twitch. You're doing Twitch and TikTok uh, a lot, or just starting. Yeah, I'll call it Twitch. Yeah, yeah Twitch talk. Yeah, Twitch talk. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I gotta, I gotta go back a second. The other thing where you turned up unexpectedly was killing Hassan Hasselhoff. That was a total delight seeing you pop up in a cameo there, and my my rating for that movie went up like a whole star. <laughs> so it was it was it was, it was, it was did you enjoy it? It was pretty bad. <laughs> that whole it thing was, that was well, hilarious. It was so wrong, and so and getting Ken Jong to create this, <laughs> I don't know. And 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 Reese and Reese Davies trying to figure out how to kill Hasselhoff. Well, yeah. Just see, the whole Cody, premise Cody's was so. As soon as I read like the premise, I'm like, I kind of, I watched it right away the day it came out. Yeah, do we? We can kill him on a sidecar. Do we have a sidecar? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some good and, stuff. And of course, and, and, of, and of course, the mafia gets involved and they go, "Hey, we want a piece of that." <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. Why is he running in slow motion? How'd you get? How'd you get tapped for that? Did, I guess you must know a lot of those guys just from every day. Well, I, you know, I run into them. You know, every so often, you know, um, uh, uh, you just you just run into them. You know, Howie Mandel, I ran into years and years ago, but he was on it. And uh, Reese Davies, we worked at, we worked at the Sketch Fest in San Francisco a couple of years before that. So I, I keep bringing in, I keep bringing into folks. Yeah, but man, you know, Michael um, Winslow hanging out with the Hoff. I mean, that is sweet. That's you know. 
Yeah, it, it, it was cool, man. And, and a lot of folks showed up. Gene Lee Nolan showed up. You know, a lot of folks showed up and did cameos. I thought that was nice. Yeah, no, great job, and I I hope a lot of people who Thank haven't you. seen that yet get to should watch that. It's called Killing Hasselhoff. You're not even supposed to know Michael's in it, but I'm I'm, I'm spo- big spoiler alert. Well, 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 well don't worry, uh, Ken Jong Ken Jong gets gets punished really <laughs> well. <laughs> it's a movie, <laughs> and I, I end up getting them too because because well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. Let everybody see it. Let everybody see it. So now you've you've done sound effects for a lot lot of TV and movies. What are some of the things where we actually are hearing your voices that we don't even realize it it's you? Do you have any Do you have any favorites? Um, there was a show that that was on uh, Mark Cuban's channel because because for a while uh, he owned the, he, had, he, had, he, had, he sold it recently. But the show was called The Very Very Best of the Sixties, The Very Very Best of the Seventies, and The Very Very Best of the Eighties. So we, we covered everything from airport airport. The first airport with Dean Martin to Airport 75 with Charlton Heston. We covered the $6 million man and, and Steve Austin and Lee Majors. We covered Dodge Chargers. We covered uh, the Dukes of Hazard. So it, it's a fun show. And it's called The Very Best of the, the very, 60s and The Very the Best very, of the very 80s? Best of, of the, 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 the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. A lot of folks showed up. In fact, even Tom Wopat from, from the Duke Boys, even he showed up. Now, are you, are you doing sounds? Sound effects in that show? Or yeah, there'll be sound, there'll be sounds. They were asking me what I remember about all that stuff that happened, and, I, and, and hey, growing up, I remember all that stuff. So I was trying to I was trying to set the stage as to what was going on. You know, you know, back when when Six Million Dollar Man was coming out, you know, Lee Majors was just hitting it, man. It was just it was just hitting it. And Fleetwood Mac was was, was had, had the number one hits. You know, it, it was it was Fleetwood Mac, man. It was the Tubes. It was, you know the movie, the warriors had just come out. You know, I, I was just trying to get everybody in the, in the proper perspective of what was going on at that time. And then we had KROQ FM. This is kind of an off the wall question, Michael, but I got to ask, is your voice insured by Lloyd's of London? It was at one time. Was it really? I was kind of asking yeah, this yeah, a yeah. joke, but then I kind of had a feeling yeah, that it, it might was, have been. It was, it was for a couple of years, but you know, $24,000 a year is a lot of money to, to pay. Holy you know, cow. Insurance. Right about that same time, uh, Mary Hart's legs were insured. <laughs> yeah, Remember that in, in, on Inter- Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, um, no, no, they were known for insuring. Like, she started. Anything. She started getting into into magazines. She started getting into fashion. She started to grow. So, you know, Lloyd's started insuring people. So mine, uh, my, my voice, and then Mary Hart's legs, and it was it was a trip. That's a good Back piece then. of trivia to know that 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 Lloyd's of London once insured your voice. That's very funny. Yeah, the, the same year that they wanted to insure Mary Hart's legs for a million dollars. So when's the next Police Academy coming out? What would that be? Eight. That would be number eight. And I know there's a, I know there's a script. I know that 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 that, that, that there's there's a production team. And everybody's ready to go, but we have to deal with with the political realities of of, of acquisitions and take and, and what and and don't forget, uh, Time Warner just got purchased by AT and T. So. There's a whole new shift of systems of operations that so we have to get. We have to wait and see how this all shakes out. Hopefully, it won't be as it won't be as interesting as the as the AOL Time Warner merger. That was so much fun. The academy will happen. We just have to be patient and let everybody work out their their their. Because now you know now that AT and T owns Warner's, now it's it's that library man. It's the satellite systems. It's, it's how it's streaming. So this this is going to take some time to sort itself out. And when it does, you will see 
another academy. You just got to understand whatever this 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 new digital uh, 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 environment is, it still has to sort itself out. Yeah, and we, I think we have a long way to go too. Unfortunately, um, well, you're starting to start starting to see pieces of it. You're seeing pieces of it now. Did you notice? Um, Will I am from the Black Eyed Peas is in the, is in the digital uh, Hololens comics now. It's called uh, Masters of the Sun. Masters of the it, Sun. It, it, no, you follow that stuff a lot more closely than I do. Yeah, you aim you, you like you take your phone and you aim it at the comic book, and when when the, when the phone sees the comic book, the characters jump out on oh, your screen. Wow. That's what that's what Will I am from the Black Eyed Peas is into. Okay. So he's working on some real futuristic stuff. Yes, 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 and and that's that's where I'm going with the sounds now. I'm going to be taking this into into tech because I I need sounds to be in the keyboards. I I need them to be part of drum machines. I need them to be part part of the the the, 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 you know, the da the DAWs digital audio workstations. I need to be part of right. So in other words, like like Michael Winslow's sounds are being sampled. Yes, I'm working on that as, now. As part of it, yeah, I'm doing exactly that now. But so then, there, and, and yes, I will do more songs. I'll do more songs like the Led Zeppelin stuff. Um, I've already asked my management. I asked Roger to please reach out to uh, to Jimmy Page <laughs> to see if we can jam together. So that would be fun. That kind of kind of sort of would be. <laughs> yeah, I hope that's kind of stuff. That's kind of stuff I want to do. I want to be able to go to Dublin in Ireland, and when when Bono and the Edge show up someplace for lunch, I've got a stack <laughs> of marshes and a microphone, and I'm ready for them. Wow, you know, I know I'm speaking for a lot of people when I say I hope that comes to pass too. Well, I, I've done it before. You know, I got a chance to jam with Eddie Van Halen years and years ago. I, I remember. In fact, I, I, I think you. We talked about this. I was um, at the Nam show with Eddie. Right. It was an open jam session. It, it was one of the one of the rehearsal halls that they that that, uh, that the Nam show had set up. It was it was two giant drum kits, you know, with double kicks. A whole stack of Marshalls, a whole stack of Kramer amps, and there was Eddie and me. And musicians were allowed to come in and jam, from, you know, at, at whenever they wanted to. So John Entwistle from the Who, the Tim Bogard band showed up, and everybody just jammed. In fact, Damn. Eddie and me were so loud that the other vendors were complaining that we we, we needed to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback to your childhood, Michael. Turn it down. I'm trying to watch Star Trek. The rockers were complaining. <laughs> yeah, really, rockers complaining about Michael Winslow being too loud. Yeah, the thunk. The, the, the rockers were complaining that we were too loud. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm I'm taking like a brief moment for people to reflect on that right now. Think about it. Wow. Rock and rollers telling Michael Winslow. He told me, and they told me and Eddie Van Halen to turn it down. That's a big wow. yes so So somebody asked me to ask you um how many do you if you play like any actual instruments or it's all your voice i know is the instrument but do you actually play any yeah i played trumpet for 10 years because because through high school and i and i still pick it up every every so often i do a little armstrong on my show I'm thinking I'm getting ready to, to introduce it back into the show. I'm gonna, I, yeah, I do Louis Armstrong anyway, but I'm going to go ahead and reintroduce it. And like I said, now that I'm you know, doing more more music oriented stuff, the, the show's a the show. He said you had to be a musician with that amazing ear of yours. 
technically I am. Um, if you if they want to hear a little bit of something, I'm on uh, uh, Victor Wooten's uh, new album, uh, Tripnotics. Oh, really? Playing trumpet? It's a. Oh no no no! I'll let you find out. Oh okay <laughs> okay. So wait, let me write this down. It's Victor, uh, spelled uh, Victor Wooten's Tripnotics. Uh, I'm track number one, number three, Funky D. That's number three, and I think I did some. Uh, I think I did the last track, okay, but it's with me track, and Dennis. Track Chambers. one, give me, do it. Say it again. Track one. Track one, track three, which is Funky D, I believe, and then the final track. I, I, I think there's three or f- three tracks, but it's called Tripnotics with Victor Wooten, who when he was a little, when he was a little, when he was a, when he was a young kid, he wanted to be Stanley Clark. He got his wish. Okay, I'll I'll find it. You'll like it. It's jazz, but it's but it's so progressive. It's so good. It's good stuff. And after that, I ended up learning. You know, I have to. I have to. I have to try all styles of music. So I, I also have another. There's another single with a with a with a rapper named Nico Is. He's a Brazilian. He's a Brazilian rapper, Portuguese, Brazilian rapper. And I put a bunch of noises on on his album, which is called Colors of the Culture. The song is called Agua. It's over on Spotify, and you can find it. But, but remember, this, 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 is, this is an audio landscape that, that Nico wanted me to put together. Uh, I believe his handle, maybe on, on Instagram, is Nico High, but it's Nico Is, Nico Is. The song is called Agua. I promise, you'll find it weird. Oh, no, I got it all written down. Right. Brazilian other, rapper Nico Is, Agua. And you're, uh, you're in it somewhere doing Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just percussion instruments, bubble noises. I help him with, 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 the, with, with, the, singing, with the singing water. I, I just do the sound of singing water, basically. Oh, that is very cool. No, I'm there. It is weird. I, you it's know, it's really funny strange. because... Um, you'll find it. Enjoy. Oh, I, I definitely will. You know, it's funny because um, I think I recently heard Mark Marin, who's just become turned on to jazz lately, talking about Victor Wooten. So um, it's funny. Yeah, I hear, well, now Mark. I heard the oh, name twice in one week. Yeah. He, so he discovered uh, Victor Wooten. Oh, he's, he's going to be in for a treat because there's a lot of records. Uh, and and you know Dennis Chambers played with Santana back in the day, so it's it's, it's one of those old school records. You're going you're going to go. Wait a minute, this, this has got this has got flashes of today and flashes of some Herbie Hancock in there. It's got some flashes of the old the old Stanley Clark. It's got some it's got some brew back in there. It's it's it's, it's good. Trip Dives, you'll like it. So are these recent projects that you're working on now, or yeah. um, some? Yep. Trip okay. Nice is recent. Yeah, because I want to. I want to make sure you, you know, give give a plug to any projects you got ongoing that you want people to look out for. This is your chance to, you know. I, I I'm I'm going to go ahead and go into my archives and I'm going to start releasing start releasing video things. You know, I'm going to go ahead and start releasing you know, what you call documentary, you know, type films. Yeah. I got I got documentary stuff. There's one in Germany that I don't know where it is. You, you could probably find it. There's a documentary film in Germany. There's a documentary film in, in Australia. Now, do you by any chance have any footage? You you on film like the day you discovered a loop station, and just like your mind just went, "Aha!" I might be able to catch some of that over over at Roland because I might be on on the Roland uh, the Roland uh, video sites because I was testing the loop stations, and I know that the uh, the gentleman Igor over there, the artist relations, had had shot some video of me, you know, trying to figure out how to make the the five hundred five work. And what kind of rules I could break with the five hundred five? So you might be able to find that over at Roland. Okay, now because I remember, you know, DJ. I don't know if you remember DJ Barker at all, but uh, he's from Philly yeah. too. He tried to get me to use a loop station for years, and before I finally 
said, okay, let's see what this can do. Because I was just afraid to learn it. But once I did, like, like th- that's it. That's a game changer. Oh, it's a game changer. And, and now that I'm doing it, it's annoying the other beatboxers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great. I know we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we covered a lot. We covered today. We covered the new tech. I'm going to have to go into Twitch and gaming. I'm going to have to go into the specialized stuff. I'm going to have to, you know, find out, find an outlet for folks to, you know, to, to to get the things that they want. I'm going to have to find them because everything has changed. So now, now that the marketplace has changed, I'm going to have to learn how how to navigate the thing. It's almost like playing asteroids. It's an, yeah, it's a new transition. It's a new, uh, you know, uh, era we're entering. It used to be you know, a whole new. Remember Space Invaders? It used to be Space Invaders. <laughs> and now it's even beyond Grand Theft Auto. Now it's it's noises. Now i got to figure out how to make noises in, in games. And that's what I'm right in the middle of now. Because, oh, by the way, the new Cyberpunk's going to be good. Because that's got noises in it. Surround sound noises. Uh, the, new, the, the new Keanu Reeves game coming. I'm just now getting into it. Because there's voiceovers. The reason why is because the voices, voiceovers. So I'm trying to get into those things because you know that 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 runs forever. If you can get one of your songs, if you can get if you can get one of your loops, one of your songs in, into a into a into a radio station, it's in a in a game. You're set. Well, I'm gonna have to look so into that's that. What I, that's, you need to look into that, and you and I need to jam together again. Oh, uh, that would be great. Whenever we you're ready, we need to do that. We need to start doing some stuff again. We need we need to have our renaissance. So we just just take care of each other, right? You just take care of yourself. I have to. I, I have to force myself to do better. I think you're doing pretty good, Michael. I'm very proud of you. Every time I read something about you, I'm like, all right. Well, just out of curiosity, do you have any pet um, charities or, or causes that uh, you know you would like to promote? Well, I'm looking for one right now. I'm looking for one because you know because for because for a long time I was doing stuff for Children's Hospital, um, and and the Arnold, Arnold Palmer Joe's Hospital Base Camp, you know, I, I was doing a lot of stuff, you know, there. And over, overseas in Australia, it was Camperdown at Children's Hospital, you know, because um, because they had the, the clown doctors uh, for three for a while down there in Sydney. They and in Melbourne, they had the clown. That's the and Melbourne. Uh, I just did thing. Uh, it was for, for a radio personality. It was for Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. So there's still some charities around. I haven't found one that I've really alighted on. Like I try to help when I can. Um, but I gotta say, uh, all my mates in all my mates in Australia. Um, I miss I miss all the all the all the folks in Australia. Big market down there, because uh, again, uh, Australia's uh, are rockers, man. They they love they love rock music, so they're following us again. Again, we we have so many different people to reach. I just don't know how I'm gonna get to everybody, and I need to get back out there again. I need badly to get back to Australia. I need badly to get to Europe, and because you know. It's this has been our bed and butter, like for you, live shows. You know, we're all getting ca- cabin fever, not just here in the U.S., but everywhere, all over the world. Everybody's just kind of. Which means that when we finally do get out there, make sure that, that whatever it is that you, whatever it is that you, whatever 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 your 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 best foot is the one that you put forward. Because because I know you, we've had plenty of we've had plenty of time to develop our ideas. So now's the time to step out with them. This is a new environment. I still don't know how everything works. Yeah, well, there's always going to be little mysteries of the world to us, but uh, I know you'll figure it out. We will, and in the meantime, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to jam together again. I'm, I'm really hoping, as I said before, I'm hoping that uh, we're able to figure out a way to get everybody back together again, back when this is all over with. I really would like to figure out a way to, to get back out there and 
and, and meet everybody that, that we have not seen in years. Well, now, where are you, in Florida? Yeah, I'm in Florida at the moment. Okay, and I'm, 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 still, I'm, to, I'm back in Philly. You're so. in Philadelphia, so maybe I can make my way up there sometime soon. I used to play the comedy club there. There used to be a great comedy club there. I don't think it's there anymore. Uh, helium. There used to be a great one. There used to be, there used to be that's one, that's Helium, that, that's there now. There used to be one on South Street that was really cool. But it's not there no more. But I really would like to be able to get back out there. And, and Helium may be the answer. I would love to get back out there. And, and, oh, uh, Lickety Split? Oh, wow. That sounds familiar. Yeah, Philadelphia's got a underrated town. I mean, everybody knows it for its violence and, you know, throwing snowballs at Santa Claus and stuff. But there's actually some pretty good yeah. people in Philly. It's a, it's, it's a colorful town. I, I always have fun out there. I should, it's just that I, I really need to be better organized so I can figure out a way to get out there and, play and, 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 and you know, when, when things do open up again, I really would love to be out in Philadelphia again. I think we're going to have to just build up our digital you know, presence to the point where, where, where we'll have no problem, you know, segueing right back into live again. It's a digital world with Michael Winslow. But we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I don't, I don't have it all yet, but um, we'll, we'll get into it. I'll have, some, I'll have some comic books and some noises out for folks soon. Just got to be patient and, and just, 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 just keep up with me on Twitch as I figure out how this thing works because I haven't figured it out yet. But all once right. I do. Yeah. When's, when's, the, when's the next Twitch thing that you're doing? It's called Among Us. That's the game everybody's playing. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah, you're the one who made uh, me look it up, and I'm like, oh man, this is like so involved. It looks really it, it, like it a is. great game, though. Um, Are you actively but, but, playing but, but, it but, yourself, but, or just doing the sounds for it? Well, I can. The way Twitch is, I'm still trying to figure it out. There, there's stuff that I can do where I can just talk to people and everything else. There's another one. There's a there's, there's a ghost game called Phasmophoria. You don't have to. You don't have to do much of anything. Just just follow everybody around and, and don't get killed by the ghost. And they give you walkie talkies and flashlights, and, and you go in this house and you're trying to find this ghost. And you're hanging out with your buddies, and you go to the van and look and look at all the stuff you recorded. It, it's it's actually a lot of fun. It's not, it's, it, and it doesn't require a lot of um, skill for me. But it's called Phasmophoria. Phasmophoria. It's a ghost. It's a ghost hunt. It's a. It's a. Think of it. You've seen Ghost Hunter on on TV. Of course. Think of it as that. It's just ghost. It's just ghost hunting, but but the difference is the ghost can kill you. I'm just thinking how big a time suck that would be, though, for somebody who's like, I gotta get stuff done. It's funny. I mean, I love watching this stuff. It's it's fun to watch. There's another there's another portion of Twitch called uh, Just Chat, where you don't have to be a gamer. You can just talk about stuff. You can put you can put whatever you want. You can put a game show on there if you want. You can do stand up if you want. Whatever you want, you can you could do. You could do weightlifting. You can do cooking if you want. But the only thing about Twitch is, it, it, uh, I could be wrong, but I thought it was a kind of a younger crowd that would just get pissed off seeing a guy my age on Twitch. Well, that's that's what Just Chat is for. Everybody's on that. It's the Wild West of, of channels. See, Twitch has a Wild West backdoor channel, and, and that's like, and it's called Just Chat. Because that's exactly what it is. You're just talking about whatever you want. Well, then I'll check it out. Yeah, because because uh, I'm going to go on there and we're going to take it. We're going to take it over. We're going to put right. the weirdest stuff possible. <laughs> we're taking it over. We're I'm going to have Twitch. I'm going to I'm going to have death metal puppets. I'm going to have all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, um, thank you, man. You know, from the land from the land of of of, of Hal and the land of of Kevin Hart and Questlove and Hey, man. That's right. Congratulations on the podcast. I hope we hope we'll do more of these. Thank you. Yeah. 
So you you and Questlove are the two guys. You you and Questlove are the two people I know from Philly. Well, hopefully, maybe get to meet Questlove. Maybe I'll talk to Questlove one of these days. Yeah, I, I, I did um, Jimmy Fallon uh, late night, you know, years ago. So we'll, we'll we'll figure it out, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll do this again. I'm ready. Michael Winslow. Unbelievable. Some pretty crazy stories, huh? Well, that wraps it up probably for this year. Going into Christmas, I don't really think I'm going to have anything. No Tales of the Road Warriors until after the first of the new year. So I'm going to go on a little hiatus and try to talk to a few other people, get a few uh, Tales of the Road Warriors for some future episodes to ring in the year 2021. And I look forward to talking at you then. In the meantime, have a happy Thanksgiving and a happy holiday season. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Have a wonderful new year. And I will see you sometime in January or February. Who knows? You might get a bonus. Remember to subscribe to Tales of the Road Warriors. Go to the website, www.talesoftheroadwarriors.com. Dot com and get on the mailing list because when I put out a newsletter I'll let you know like you know what's what's coming up so you'll you'll be ready for it. round three this is going going on my third year of Tales of the Road Warriors I'm I'm very proud that I've been hanging in there this long in the meantime I don't know where I'm going to end up but I'm going for a drive. Yeah, I'm going for a drive.